0: Yo, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Breakstarter Podcast. Sean Philson, Zach Taylor here with you today. Zach, how was your week? Um, or two weeks, I guess.
1: Was, you know, last week was actually kind of tough. I had to record by myself. Um, if you tune in to the last episode, uh, it, was, it was probably a lot. <laughs> I'll say that. There was probably a lot going on, but if you kept up with it, um, you should very easily be able to keep up with this conversation, I would say Sean sometimes kind of like slows me down to some extent, not in in a, in a very helpful way, um, because I know I need to leave gaps for him to respond. When I'm by myself, it is just a 30-minute block or 16-minute block of me just in your ear rambling. So, um, Sean, I'm glad to have you back on. <laughs> How was your... Uh, week off i know you're busy so i kind of just wanted to give you a little break
0: it was a week off from podcasting but not from work Mm -hmm. i ended up uh working over 53 hours this past week jesus and i worked over 40 the week before i think i'm gonna hit like 38 this week so slowing down a little bit but it's still a lot um but then i have a vacation coming up not next week but the week after so i leave sunday the 30th Mm -hmm. i'll be back the 6th okay so going up to the cabin so i'll get a little retreat away from work and Mm -hmm. play and everything but you know who else going up to the cabin with you me abby Mm -hmm. ryan his girlfriend lucy and then mom and dad sweet okay yeah sweet 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 nice little vacation Mm
1: -hmm. are you still planning on disney I mean, no, you kind of threw it around. Throughout Disney,
0: with me. we changed it to the cabin just because okay. it's a lot cheaper. I'm about to say definitely, cheaper. and uh, it's more. It's more like yeah, it's relaxing. Yeah. Like you know, Disney, you have to
1: Your set God. a time. You have to
0: set a. We need to leave. We need to go. We need to be here. We need to be here, and it's just like doesn't feel like a vacation.
1: Yeah,
0: but like this is this is the kind of vacation you need.
1: Yeah, not the. It's like a
0: reset for you. Yeah, Disney
1: would have been tiring almost as a vacation
0: yeah and i haven't been to the cabin in over two years Really? Yeah. Yeah. i haven't gone since huh. not last summer but the summer before huh. it's been a very long time yeah, it does
1: feel like longer than what i was thinking
0: um but yeah so you want to you want to go over a little news that we had from this last week
1: yeah so my main uh news blurb is going to be uh james Booknight being uh arrested now the second hornets player arrested you think it's the city are we think i mean because they used to say that with you know las vegas all you know all that kind of stuff with with the raiders now we're kind of seeing two guys get arrested i would say for different reasons i will say um did they mention what book night's reason was uh it
0: was either speeding or a dui okay I, cause... but it's like four reckless driving uh Four times being pulled over for reckless driving in the last, like, year since he got drafted.
1: Okay, okay. So it might have been, I guess, like, the reason why it's kind of up in there is because, was it, I think, I believe you found, you you saw something and shared it with me. And it was basically, like, a screenshot of, like, a local local, um, police report with him in it, his name, birthday, everything, no picture. Um, Pretty weird because, like, we, I mean... I've seen like the Pensacola version of that, and so to see something like of that local wise and see his name on there, that, that is so weird to like. Mm-hmm. I don't know, especially like imagine just like you just like going on there seeing it, it's like wait, isn't that our second year point guard? <laughs> what what the
0: heck? Yeah, that would be that
1: would be horrible. Um, what else do we get for news, Sean?
0: But we had a couple players signing in the last couple of days um, to like rookie extensions, and. There's a couple people, kind of surprising, but, you know, obviously all the, like, stars are going to be mm-hmm. um, re-signed and everything. But some players, notable, not notable, that didn't get signed to an extension. Rui Hachimura, Cam Johnson, PJ Washington, Grant Williams, and then, I mean, obviously for my team, Darius Baisley. Um Those are actually,
1: I think, which sorry, which would you say is the most surprising out of those?
0: Probably Rui. Really? Because I mean, Boston might have might have in house replacements for Grant Williams. I, I
1: I don't think it should be Grant Williams. I think I don't um, think he's the most surprising for me. Cam
0: Johnson. They already have a lot of players under contract for the next couple of years. Mm-hmm. I think that one might be the most surprising. Mm-hmm. But then PJ Washington. It's like.
1: Am I completely surprised? Mm -hmm. Is it like... I think it's Cam Johnson for me. I think uh, PJ Washington is obviously like a flyer. So I understand him kind of betting on himself and them not wanting to give it to him until he proves it. Obviously, he's going to have a big minutes increase this season with no Miles Bridges. Hopefully, we see him actually show something. Um, But I'm a little curious to see if the Cam Johnson kind of thing was... Similar to the Aiton situation where it's like, we're going to need to see it from you one more time before we actually pay you. We're willing to pay you, but we got to see it one more time. And I kind of feel like it's that kind of situation. Especially, like you were saying, they don't. Have, they already have a lot of money on the books. So they can save even just a little amount with him. Um, and I mean, shoot, they could be going into a situation where like, if Chris Paul doesn't look good, you know, they're already a little hesitant on their whole Aiton deal. Maybe he gets moved. They could be in like a little small retool and they might not, he might not be part of that. Um, coming in the next season. Uh, do you want to go over anything else, or do you want to go straight into our topic?
0: I think we can just dive in completely.
1: Okay. It's time. So, I don't know what I'm going to call this episode. Obviously, by now, you would have already seen that. I feel like I've said that in a lot of recent episodes. I feel like referencing the title of what I call it, and I know I don't even know what I'm going to call it at that point. <laughs> but the title of my notes is, What the Preseason Taught Me. So, maybe that'll be the title of it. Maybe it won't be. Um, but basically, just like things that we had reassured, or reaffirmed, sorry, And then things that kind of stood out to us. Things that kind of oppose what we thought beforehand. Um, Just from, you know, the roughly six games that each team played in the preseason. And kind of like what we think going forward, what we saw is going to change. Um, I kind of have one that's very specifically on the preseason. And my other two, I'll admittedly say, are a little bit vague. And it's more just things that I want to talk about with Sean. Because I was very deprived of that last week. (laughs) But um sean how about you go first into yours um because i don't know any of the ones that you have so both of these are surprises for both of us
0: okay so just give me a number one two or three okay so we both did three let me do let me do three then okay well we'll start out on the the foot you might not want me to start out on. oh god um i so basically i wrote is it two a- of these are questions mm-hmm. and one of them is just a blank statement okay um so this one is a question. So you can answer it, or however. you Better not have
1: anything to do with the Bucks being zero and five in preseason, <laughs> is it? Should the Bucks be worried? That I, I feel like that you have to. You have I, to. Like I agree. I I know. I think know. about it. I feel it, like. Be, <laughs> I think it. I will say two of the game, the Nets game, and the like
0: the Bulls game,
1: the Nets and. The Nets game for sure. I w- I was disappointed in how he played. Oh, I, th- never I think
0: mind. I think the Bulls game is where a bunch of people sat out, and it was yeah. just like rookies and. Mm-hmm.
1: I I think it was. And Noora played. There was one other game that, but specifically the Nets game is sticking in my head because I I made sure I watched that game because there were I was interested on both sides. See how Simmons looks. See how Giannis and everyone was looking coming off the pre coming coming off of the off season. I don't want to say it's time to press the panic button yet. Press the panic button yet. But I'm a little, I'm a little cautious. Um, it, to me, everyone feel, felt like exhausted. No no one kind of felt like they were like, you know, had the stamina to actually keep up the whole game. It felt like every single player on the Bucks looked exhausted in the third quarter. And it was the first, one of the first few games that they finally were playing all the starters a lot of minutes. Finally gave them over like 20, I believe, in that game. So it's kind of, kind of. I was a little hesitant seeing that, but hoping that like a few games in, you can kind of get your, you know, get get kind of in the flow of the game, get used to playing, you know, four games every seven, every seven nights and kind of like, you know, really getting into that like groove of midseason form, which hopefully is still up to the same level as last season.
0: I will say, I know Chris Middleton's out and he's apparently going to be out for the first week or two of the mm-hmm. season. But I mean, even just looking at, the stat book—it's like should the Bucks have gone zero and five? Like mm-hmm. if if they would have won two, I don't think anybody no would have anything. say anything. Yeah. but the fact that they didn't win a single one mm-hmm. is kind like I can't say. Oh yeah, it, we should be freaking out because mm-hmm. it's preseason. Like it's not—I mean, although it's gearing up for the season. You can't just sit there and be like, "Oh my god!" Like mm-hmm. we need to trade Giannis. Like, see what, but get GMs on the phone. Let's see what we can get for Giannis. Like, we need to start a rebuild. Mm-hmm. But it is a little nerve wracking because you lose to the Hawks twice. You lost to the Grizzlies, who, I mean, it, when I am looking through the because ESPN took the down Grizzlies the preseason game was
1: the one that was they looked exhausted in as well.
0: Um, but like so, ESPN took it down. So I am on like Google mm-hmm. and. It shows like full game highlights, mm-hmm. and it shows like the best player from each team uh-huh. on it, and it's Kenneth Lofton and Grayson Allen, and I'm pretty sure it's, like Giannis and all of them played in that game. Yeah. So that's like, um, okay, it's a that's a little nerve wracking. Um, and there's another one with Javon Carter. I think that's the game everybody was out. Mm-hmm. But I mean, seeing a game where Giannis play like Giannis and Drew. And, mm-hmm. Couple other people played, and Grayson Allen is the like cover photo for it. It's like, Mm -hmm. oh god. And then seeing Kenneth Lofton as the cover player for the Grizzlies is like, jaw didn't play in that game. Mm -hmm. Obviously, Jaron Jackson didn't play in that game. Like the starting five for them Kennedy Chandler, Zaire Williams, John Conchar, Brandon Clark, and Santi Aldama.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. I mean, it's just a little like. Not you don't want to put too much stock in a preseason. It kind of
1: emphasizes how strong the the Grizzlies bench is. Honestly, mm, like
0: exactly.
1: for them to for them to actually outscore a team that should be, you know, I think we would both agree at least like fighting for the East Conference Finals. You know, for their for their bench to st- to show us up like that is actually like really really big, almost a uh, bigger nod for them than it is a down for us. Um, but I mean, I'm not too worried. Obviously, I'm I'm probably the worst person to ask. Yeah, you know, what I mean, Obviously I'm gonna be biased, but I mean, Giannis technically played two games. I believe Noir was just going nuts in my opinion. I, but outside of Giannis in his two games, our highest points per game from all everyone on our roster was 12. 12.8 12. from Noir. So
0: And he had a 25-point game. So yeah. that helps it come up a little yeah. bit.
1: So, I mean, obviously there's like a push and pull in that scenario, but it, it kind of emphasizes the fact that, like, there's not a lot of scoring on the Bucks bench, or at least creation, which is definitely something to keep an eye on. Uh, I will definitely admit. Um, going into my first one, so, this is kind of like a little broad, but I was really picking up on it. And honestly, I'm actually glad you brought up the Grizzlies with it. Um, it feels to me, and this was emphasized in the summer league as well, um, that the talent floor is rising, um, and and there are some players that may like begin to be to get phased out by these younger players that are now just more polished. Um, someone I, I someone that I think would kind of be in that scenario would be like uh would be moody someone like moody uh moses moody sorry he plays for the warriors uh played in the g league last season was drafted last season didn't i think he literally played like eight games or something something stupid small in the regular season last year got barely any minutes played a, i think he was technically on their playoff roster but i don't really remember him having very much like prevalence in that playoff push um he's gonna play minutes this season Straight up. Like, he's going to play minutes, be a rotational piece, and be within that, like, 10-man rotation. I am pretty confident in that. While it just feels weird because he he's very polished to me. He, he's only a second-year player. But, like, for the longest time, we would see guys like Sean Livingston staying on rosters and playing key minutes and guys like Mike Conley. Like, is, is the floor rising to the point where, like, guys like Mike Conley get cut? Or is it still lower to the point where it's like, okay, a Sean Livingston won't play anymore? Um and I, I just kinda wanted to like throw it out there and kind of see what you're thinking and kind of bounce something off of you. Like what do you think becomes that threshold where it's like, okay, they're just kinda wasting time where it should be a younger guy who is has at least shown enough to where we should just give them the minutes.
0: Um well, I'll say for the Thunder. So you know how the Thunder and Rockets made that eight player swap mm. um almost or a couple weeks ago. Um Every single player from that trade has been waived. Mm-hmm. Every Like, all eight of the players. Mm-hmm. So, David Nwaba, who is probably going to get picked up by another team. Mm-hmm. Marquise Chris, who is, I mean, decent enough to keep getting signed after <laughs> being it's, kind they, of a bust of a pick in 2016. They just
1: know the vertical, and they just sign him, you know? Yeah. And then Trey
0: Burke, who can come and score off the bench for you. I mean, they're not household names, but mm-hmm. then you have players like Derek Favors, who... Three seasons ago, or not three seasons ago, he signed a contract where he was making ten million a year. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you have these players that are just yeah getting phased out by all these other players, like the young guys that are coming in. And you know, it is some from the teams that are deciding, hey, we want to go young mm-hmm. instead of rostering these veterans like obviously okay C has kept around mike muscala and Kendrick williams who mike muscala might not play a mut uh play a ton but i mean Kendrick williams does but keeping mike muscala around like you have your vet so mm. you can just at the end of the day you can just say that yeah and then you have these other teams that are like okay we don't really care about young guys but we need them on our roster mm. like jordan awara might be something someday yeah but like Right now, he's nothing
1: crazy. Yeah, and it. I guess like, I guess like since you brought up Nowara, it's basically like, at what skill level does Noara need to reach that floor that I'm basically discussing? At what level does he make it where like you shouldn't be playing George Hill over him? Now I'm not talking like about, about a playoff game. I'm talking just regular season, just nuanced minutes that get go on, you know, out of the whatever 82 games, 48 minutes a game, like you know the 3,000 something minutes of the season, like. Where do you like uh, like level out these players? Like, I I almost like see like they're almost becoming like plotters on a on a roster. Like, it is like basically like, like Kevin Love. How how good does Markin need to be for you to not play Kevin Love? Obviously, there's depth scenarios, but like well, Markkinen's on the Jazz now. Well, I'm just saying, but... I'm just saying that, that that's like the first thing that came to my mind. Like uh... how like is was he already at a level where you should you should be playing him over him anyway?
0: I mean, I think – wasn't Markin and starting last year? Exactly.
1: That, that, that's what I'm trying to see. Because like, I still think Kevin Love has juice. We've seen it when he gets the minutes. He can still play. But, like, is there going to be more instances where these guys are kind of like – they should be at the back end of their, of their career, and they kind of just get, like, just, like, pushed off to the side even earlier now due well, to these young guys being polished?
0: Well, I think the name that you can just easily say is Kimba Walker. Because okay, perfect. Because he got waived – today Uh after being able to find a trade a place to trade him the Pistons waved him Mm -hmm. which I thought they waved him a while ago but Mm -hmm. apparently they didn't um but they're keeping young guys like that I can't even just name off the top of my head which is kind of insane but they're keeping young guys that probably won't be anything over a guy that was an all-star three years ago
1: yeah they're keeping Alec Burks, Corey Joseph, Rodney Magruder, Hami, um, Hamadou Diallo, like, they're, Kevin Knox is on this team, Isaiah Livers, the, you know. Yeah, the, Isaiah Livers. That, her, there's her minute
0: stud. A, like, <laughs> Isaiah Livers is a name that, like, would you rather have him and maybe you can develop him into something? Mm-hmm. Or, I mean, I know Cade and Ivy are your two centerpieces and you have, like, Corey Joseph, who's mm-hmm. probably a better player than Kimba Walker is right <laughs> now. But would you rather have Kimba Walker in the locker room like, you have to decide if those older guys are good enough to have in the locker room mm-hmm. where they're going to be, like, helpful and beneficial towards the young guys that you have pushing them to be mm. super good. and Or they just take minutes. Exactly. So, like, Mike Muscala, somebody who might play some, I mean, he's a, he has a valuable skill set, being a seven-footer that can shoot threes. I mean, any team can use that. Mm-hmm. But, like... Is Mike Muscala a better player than Kimball Walker? Probably not. Mm -hmm. But is Mike Muscala better for the locker room? Mm -hmm. Definitely. Because Mike Muscala is not going to expect that he's going to get playing time and being like, I mean, I'm better than him, Mm -hmm. so, like, play me over him. He's going to be like. I think that's a perfect point, actually. I can can learn from this guy, so I'm not going to be upset Mm -hmm. or, like, I can teach these players something. So I'm not going to be upset when they get minutes over me. Yeah, Like Jalen Williams from Arkansas is not a better player than Mike Muscala is right now. Right. But Mike Muscala can teach him stuff. Mm -hmm. And down the line, I mean, I have 95% feeling that Mike Muscala is going to end up in some kind of managerial spot on the Thunder by the Mm -hmm. time he's done. Um, But like, I'm trying to think of some other teams like Mike Conley. I think he's good enough to keep around the young guys Mm -hmm. while, like, he can teach the young guys stuff, and he's also not going to be like, okay, I can't let them take all my minutes. Mm -hmm. Like, I still need to have another payday.
1: I would kind of relate it to Carmelo. Like, Carmelo was like, for the longest time, was like, I ain't coming off the bench, and it was basically a hindrance on a lot lot of, like, younger guys who needed needed to develop in that spotlight. Um, So let's go straight into your next one, if you're ready.
0: All right. So do you want the question or do you want the statement? Give me the statement. Blazers suck. <laughs> yeah. The Blazers are Shadon look good. So bad. I uh, yes, Sha Shadon look really good, which is great, but they got beat by the Jazz with Dame and Nurkic and Jeremy Grant all playing. Who else did they lose to? I mean they they got absolutely trounced by the Warriors.
1: Mm-hmm. They so lost they, by 33. So they went, what, 1-4? Is that what I'm seeing? I don't have their record. Kinda, I think I'm they went 0-4. Okay. No, they have one win. Shadon has one win. I know that. Does he? Yeah.
0: For preseason year. I only have four games that have been played. But, anyways, they lost by 33 to the Warriors. <laughs> they lost by 32 to the Kings. They lost by 17 to the Jazz. And they lost by 5, which was their closest game to the Clippers when... Kawhi played, like, 17 minutes. What What are they, like, they were so bad last year.
1: And, and it wasn't, in my opinion, uh, uh, oh, we've been start guys for the majority of it. I mean, we saw Anthony Simons played 25 minutes a game in four games. Uh, Lillard played 25 minutes through three. Keon Johnson, probably going to start for them, sadly. Uh, I, and maybe, maybe not, maybe not. Depends on Shadon's, how he's looking right before the season starts. But 23 minutes, he played all five games. Um, Jeremy Grant, twenty four minutes. He played all he played four games. Like they played everyone for like roughly a, a full game start. I mean, maybe you get more minutes out of Simmons, maybe you get more Simons, maybe you get more minutes out of Lillard, but like this wasn't like a punt of the preseason for them. I think the
0: biggest thing for them is that I who is their big after Nurkic? Like Drew Eubank you e, Drew Eubanks played decently last year. Whenever Nurkic wasn't playing, but are you going to go into a season with Eubanks as your backup center, knowing that Nurkic has injury history and saying, you know, we're trying to make the playoffs. Like we're trying to mm. keep Dame happy. And that's who you're like, potentially five games in Nurkic gets hurt. And you're saying,
1: I guess we're you got to throwing- play with Eubanks. And, and it feels like if if they saw a Nurkic injury, they would just punt the season anyway. I mean, like, I, I know Dame got hurt last season, but like, it, 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 not, not that I'm saying it's a good idea to punt. I know you took that very stressful. <laughs> well, I'm, what I'm saying is like, sick, let's just waste a whole another year. Y'all think you can just punt the season. and The next year you come back, Dame is now, what, 33. 33. Nurkic is then 29 next season. Like, the window is getting smaller. I think it would be time, if you think, if they, I, I 100% agree with you honestly. I
0: mean, if Nurkic gets injured, you can't keep Dame. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm not saying if just Nurkic gets injured, but like.
1: Mm-hmm. If there's any derailment
0: of the season, then. You can't tell Dame, you have to. Um, it, it, Dame's playing center. Like, Dame, sorry, but you're going to have to wait another season. Like, Curry did that. Three years ago, yeah, he was injured for a little bit, and then they just sat him, and then they weren't great, but they had the Timberwolves pick, and then they ended up like right outside the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, they were in the play-in, and then lost to the Grizzlies that ended up making the eighth seed, and that was without Clay. So you were like, okay, Clay's going to come back, and you know they they ended up having a happy ending. They. Ended up getting James Wiseman, who might be something, still probably won't. You got Kuminga, and you got Moody, mm-hmm. in those two years.
1: And I don't think Mike Schmidt is really interested in throwing everything at a, a push just for Dame. I don't think he really even cares about Dame. It kind of right. like imagine if you were if you were given the assistant GM spot and they said, "Oh yeah, and by the way, Dame is on your roster." All right, well, I guess I'll keep him for now. <laughs> Shit, okay. Like he he couldn't treat him immediately. Now how fast? Do, let me let me choose these. Exactly. I want to say this. Who who? It's a two part question for you. Who do you think would need to go down for it to be an absolute explode? Like you just have got to explode their roster. Like who are the few players you think?
0: I mean, if if Dame gets injured, you you have to. It's Dame. Like
1: like individually, Dame Nurkic, maybe Jeremy Grant. Because I mean, I feel like you can't blow it up if he gets hurt. But you kind of. You know what I mean? It's one of those, like, where you're just kind of stuck. Shadon's now a starter. He, he's forcing the starters.
0: Because I think right now, I feel like the starting five, they have four players 100% set. Lillard, Simons, Jeremy Grant, and Nurkic. Easy. Uh-huh. And then the final forward spot comes down to probably either Justice Winslow or Josh Hart.
1: I'm going to say Josh Hart probably for me. Obviously, you're running smaller, but...
0: Yeah. Um, But, I mean, if any of those starters go down, like... Think it that their bench, they probably have three players that are any type of anything on any other roster that aren't starters. Keon Johnson, if he goes to a tanking team, maybe they play him. Mm-hmm. Shaden Sharp and Nasir Little, yeah. Because I mean, they I mean, just and signed. The, it.
1: And, and Nasir Little's shown nothing through yeah two seasons. No, he's three. This is his
0: fourth year coming through okay, three through three, three, three. Um, because he just signed four That's year right. twenty eight million. But, I mean, you don't have, like, their starting five isn't great. Mm-hmm. Like, you have one all-star. Then you have Jeremy Grant and Nurkic. And then you're hoping Simons just continues what he did last year.
1: He, he, he's got to do what he did last year. He's got to do even more than that.
0: But then off the bench, there's nothing. There's literally, like.
1: Their current projected bench lineup, if you have Josh Hart starting, is Gary Payton the second? And he's injured. He's injured yeah.
0: for, like, two months to enter the season.
1: Yeah. So uh, technically, technically, Keon Johnson. Okay, Keon Johnson, Shadon, Nasir Little, Trindon Watford, and whoever you want at center. Drew Eubanks, Justice Winslow. If you're running small, you know.
0: Gabe it, Brown. or yeah, Greg, Greg Brown. Greg
1: Brown. Like I mean, Devonte Kaycock? They kind of. You know, they kind of feel it. Like, they kind of feel like um, like the Pacers. But like they're just, like they're gonna try really hard, and they're gonna go. You know. Forty-four wins and just make the fucking worst seed and then get smashed in the first round. You I don't know? even
0: think they'd win the play-in, honestly. Mm. Like I, I mean, we can go, we can go look, and mm. I, I mean,
1: mean, we we roughly know who they're going to be playing in the play-in. Like maybe Pelicans, maybe.
0: I've seen people mm, saying the Pelicans yeah. are going to be top three.
1: I I've seen Zion on MVP talk. I think we're getting a little too okay, hot. Okay, that's on a that. that's a little much. I think we're getting like, a little too hot on it.
0: Okay, but like, okay, Clippers.
1: They're, they're already too high. Well, let's they're go already through
0: already. the like top six. is going to be Clippers, Clippers, Warriors, Nuggets. Warriors, Nuggets. Um,
1: I'll say Lakers are higher up there. Even really to not even that. have the conversation.
0: Let's say Grizzlies. Yep. Timberwolves. Suns. They're six right there. And that's so like... They
1: they would have to face one of any of the other teams.
0: Dallas. New Orleans. That's too long. Sacramento.
1: That, they could probably be a Sacramento. I think... Okay. I think no, if, if, they're, if they're like healthy, LD, they might be able to be Sacramento. I don't trust anyone on Sacramento in the playoff game. I trust Sabonis. Okay, Sabonis has
0: shown it in the yeah, playoffs. Sabonis
1: though. might put up thirty and twelve, and and they're going to lose by fifteen. But yeah.
0: Anyway, Let, let's just go on to your next one because okay. I I don't want to keep flaming the Trail <laughs> I do, but then again, it's like I don't
1: want to. Okay, so I got uh one that I'm just going to throw around at you. What is Ben Simmons now? Okay, he played four preseason games. He put up a whopping average of 4.8 points, six rebounds, six assists, one steal. Who, who does that stat line sound like? Draymond. Now, do we think Draymond is the, anal- or do we think st- Simmons is on the analytical level and, you know, just absolute flow of, Draymond as far as like playmaking and creation and defense. What do you think about that? How close do you um, think he is if he if he doesn't have to be in that scoring role?
0: I think he's pretty close. Really? Yeah. Cuz
1: we think we we have Draymond as Hall of Fame level defender. I mean, what Ben Simmons showed
0: when he was healthy was like potential defensive player of the year. Okay. So like he was getting all or all defensive first team.
1: I'm interested to see if he can I'm I'm just a little curious and you just tell me what you think of this. Like like if the, the the offense doesn't look like anything to me. So obviously, like we think he could be whatever that Draymond role with playmaking and all this kind of stuff, but like Does that mean he's worth it? Like is he is that superstar ability, like or superstar like outcome even still connected to him to you? Like we through so, let me just say he's shooting, which is what really worries me. I know the whole, like, he doesn't have to be a shooter. Giannis wasn't a shooter for a long time. Like, I understand that. Um, 16 of his 17 preseason shots were within 14 feet. Okay? All of them except for one was in the paint. He took one mid-range. like, And so, it's not like 16 and Did like... Didn't he airball that? Yes, he airballed. <laughs> okay, his one that was actually not touching the paint, like his foot was in the paint, was an airball. Okay, like... I'm just a little like, like f- four of his eleven shots were only four of his eleven shots were outside five feet, five. So he's playing center. He 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 is a, a, essentially still in that dunker role, which is okay. Everyone doesn't have to. And shoot. on
0: that team, it is perfect.
1: Uh, okay, exactly, exactly. But like, I, I I more like just wanted to like put this out there as me kind of like reminding myself and like kind of discussing with you and discussing like out loud like. Simmons is not going to be in this, like, third option role. And I don't know where his role comes in other than in a Draymond-type position in a playoff matchup. Do you kind of agree with that? Like, obviously, he's in the perfect scenario to be the one non-shooter. But, I mean, are we just running him at – are we running him at center is kind of the question I'm asking.
0: I mean, I think that's perfectly fine. Okay. And – I mean, KD's been with the Warriors where Draymond was a center, so Mm -hmm. he has perfect, like, knows how to fit alongside Mm -hmm. a smaller guy playing center because KD was playing as the weak side shot blocker, yeah, and that was when he averaged the most blocks of his career. And so him knowing how to be in that role can help. I think it'll help elevate. Things go perfectly. They could resemble like a, I don't even want to say a poor man's warriors because like a warriors I no think it's clay better than that
1: kind of thing.
0: But Ooh. like, sc- offensively wise, I think they're just barely below what mm. the Warriors were with KD. Okay, just because like Kyrie can, if Kyrie's playing at his top tier level, yeah, he is like a hooper. Not not on Steph Curry's level, but like under it, just mm. like. A little bit, like top three point guard wise Mm -hmm. offensively. And then Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant, obviously. And then Joe Harris, Seth Curry. Those two are scorers, shooters, like you're gonna get a lot of open shots. Ben Simmons, I mean I in my body, I feel like he's a better scorer than
1: Draymond. Stats don't show it. I know. It's and I feel like it's almost like the anchoring to the name cuz when you see any if you say Benson's name, all I see when I close my eyes is him like on a fast break, he he catches the pass and just dunks on somebody. That's all I can see. Just like his athleticism showing off, some like Embiid grabbing a rebound, throwing it up to him and he just dribbles the 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 second half the front half of the court and just scores. That's all I can see. But I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just not sure. Like, do we think they're going to commit to him being center? Like, because they've been taught – they, like, Claxton a ton. They, like, um Dayron – what's his name? Day- Dayron, Day-ron R- Sharp. Dayron Sharp. He, he's from UNC, right? I'm pretty sure he is. Yeah. Um, And then they have some other sign- center. I can't think of it of, off the top of my head. But, like, I don't think they can run a center with him. And I think we talk about it so much when they had him bead, Like, you you have to trade one. So, now it's like – I don't know. I, I more of just want to, like, air that out loud and, like, hopefully get like – I kind of want to hear what you think, honestly, about it. Um,
0: I mean, they – so, like, your best-case scenario death lineup that you can put out there as the Nets, you got Kyrie, KD – I almost said Draymond, but Ben Simmons, okay? Uh-huh. You can choose one of Seth Curry and Joe Harris, okay? And then you hope TJ Warren is healthy – and he can play that, like, I, I was about to say Harrison Barnes role, but, like, <laughs> that kind of, like, Iggy-type role, mm-hmm. which you don't have the defense on that side. Like, yeah. all those guys are offensive players. I wouldn't be surprised but, if they
1: start Royce O'Neill for a little bit, honestly. And kind of run him in a... I totally forgot they got him. In, but, in, in the same way that they ran Bruce Brown, kind of like, oh, like, we know you ain't going to do shit, but just run on set screens. I mean, honestly, can you just put Ben... Honestly, forget what I was about to say. Can you just put Simmons in that role? can Simmons just be the Bruce Brown role and you just run the same thing again.
0: But I think I want the ball in Ben Simmons' hands more because I think he is so like he doesn't affect the game at all if he yeah. doesn't have the ball. Yeah. Like unless he's in that dunker spot, like mm-hmm. the only way you can have him not be on ball and be effective at all is being in that dunker spot with Kyrie or KD having the ball in their hands, which is how
1: it would be. He's going to have to be like short roll with one of those guys handling the ball. Kind of being able to be like a read and then read again kind of option. I could see that. But that's kind of enough of that. I don't really want to stay on Ben Simmons too long. Uh, Let me get your third one, Sean.
0: All right. I guess you're not going to agree with this one. But I put, are the
1: Kings good? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know.
0: They looked really good in preseason.
1: I don't know. I I will say. Okay. I will
0: say they looked very good in the preseason. They were blowing teams out, and it wasn't even like bad teams. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you consider the Lakers? I You said that they were. I'd say in they're the like a six singer.
1: seed. They're like a six seed. Okay, Sixers, so. Uh, like five, five or six.
0: You say they're a five or six seed. The Kings beat them by thirty plus in both games. Mm-hmm. They beat them by thirty in the first game. Then they beat the Trailblazers by thirty-two. They beat the Suns by one, mm-hmm. and then they beat the Lakers by forty-seven. Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, and I think my main reason for saying I don't know is Keegan Murray. I, I just can't tell. Like I, I'm just gonna need to see him against the top top guys. Because if he's legit, I feel way more confident in that call. You know, and
0: the game that they uh barely beat the Suns. Keegan Murray didn't play. Rashawn Holmes didn't play. Casey Paula, Matthew Della Vidova. four players that made the final roster.
1: Deli's on their team. Yeah, you didn't know oh that. Oh my! Isn't God. Isn't that so cool? How was he on their team?
0: He, isn't that so cool? He finally came back over. Um, but he did. He finally or he made the final roster cut.
1: I hate
0: that. It's pretty. I love <laughs> it. I think that's so awesome, but. I think they just have a lot of NBA players on their team. Yeah. Which is something they haven't had in so long. Yeah. Like, they've had decent talent at the top. No, I'm not even going to say good talent, but, like, if you have De'Aaron Fox on your team, They get a lot of guys good. who are going to play minutes. So, right now, I think these players would play on any NBA team. Maybe not, like, starting level minutes or anything, but mm-hmm. De'Aaron Fox.
1: I mean, I'm looking – you can go to the list. I'm looking at and, 20 names, and I, could, I think – Seventeen of them play on. Any yeah.
0: Team. So tell me if you think that they wouldn't play on. I can't
1: say the Lakers. Say the. I I, th- I think the three worst are literally, Nemayus Kite,
0: which was a rookie last year. Yeah.
1: Sam Merrill shouldn't be on any roster. I'm sorry. <laughs> he was already in the He's awful. And then, maybe, Keon Ellis. Sure.
0: He's a two way player. But, um, That's anyways, That's so De'Aaron Fox, Kevin Herter, Harrison Barnes, Domas, and Trey Lyles—they've all been in the NBA for four plus years. I mean, it'd be like mm-hmm. six plus if you take out Herter. Uh-huh. Um, you have Chamizy Metu, who honestly pretty good sometimes. Alex Lynn, who's been in the league for freaking her forever. He's been he was in the twenty thirteen draft. He was in Stephen Adams draft
1: mm-hmm
0: and Giannis draft whatever um yeah yeah so, sorry sorry uh Davion Mitchell Quinn Cook Terrence Davis who is actually really good Malik Monk Kent Bazemore I think Kent Bazemore actually got cut so um Casey Akpala who's a versatile wing that the Thunder traded for but then cut um Keegan Murray who was the fourth overall pick in the draft Rashawn Holmes who was their starting center for forever, and then they ended up getting Sabonis. But they have so many NBA players on that roster, mm-hmm. which is such a dramatic Shocking. change from Shocking. what it was before. Mm-hmm. And it's, I mean, it just changes so much because you can't just be like, like with the Trailblazers. I mean, you look at their team, they have maybe eight NBA players. Mm-hmm. But then you look at the Kings and you just said, Probably 17 of these guys mm-hmm. are Should NBA be on players. Yeah. And, I mean, that's more than double. Yeah. I don't think the Blazers are a good team, but, yeah. I mean.
1: I would think you I think take th- them? Uh, honestly, kind of based on what we're talking about, you you would take Kings over? I I could legitimately see. In a one game. Over who? Like one game, like to make playoffs, would you take Kings or Trail Blazers?
0: Oh, Kings easily, one hundred percent seven
1: game series. I feel like I would actually bet Kings in seven rather than in one.
0: Oh yeah, because Dame could go crazy. Yeah, in, like one in one game. Game. I
1: might take seven. I might uh,
0: but, I sixers, but I think there's I if Phoenix like I've heard people saying that Chris Paul is probably gonna finally hit that down year uh-huh. where he starts falling off, but like if if that happens. Dare I say the Kings might be on the same level as the Suns this year. Like if Chris Paul isn't mm. what Chris Paul has been for the Suns and the Thunder, like I could see. If it. he if he even falls back to where he was the year before he got traded to the it. Thunder.
1: Because I take I take Sabonis over and straight up. Yeah, you agree with that? Mm-hmm. Okay. I take De'Aaron Fox and Keegan over Booker one for one. One for one. Well, yeah. I'm oh, sorry. sorry. You, you would rather have those two than Booker. Yeah. Okay. So then it's, what do you throw together to make McCall Bridges? Well, scoring-wise, it don't take a lot. I mean, Kevin
0: Herter on I'm, offense is easily. Right.
1: So I, I was I was going to say Herter and Harrison Barnes put together is McCall Bridges.
0: But then again, like so So that's, like that's, that's
1: their starting lineup. And then it's just like, all right, can you just fill in to whoever the other two like? And
0: that's why I was, I was about to hop into that where yeah. it's like the Suns are kind of on the trailblazers same yeah. area where it's like. They just they have starters, but after that they almost you're like screwed.
1: A, they almost have like a money ball type bench where it's like, okay, we, if we have like Quinn Cook and these other two guys can combine for 19 points per game, we don't need one guy who's doing the same thing. I can see it, or not even 19, like 15. But there's only like that's interesting. I maybe like that.
0: five teams that I think are definitely better than the Kings. I will in say the whole league. No, 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 in the West. Oh my God, I was like, huh? The Nuggets. Warriors, Clippers, Timberwolves, and one of the Pelicans or Grizzlies because would, one of them is not going to be as good as advertised. Yeah. The Grizzlies are without their starting power forward. I think the Pelicans are better than them. Yeah, okay. So we'll take the Pelicans. And then I can say, I mean, that's five teams. They are they could legitimately get the sixth seed, and I would not be shocked one bit. They could get higher than that, and I wouldn't – like. It might shock us some, but I'm not going to be like, "There's like that's so fake." Like, mm-hmm. but I legitimately think they're going to make a playoff spot this year.
1: I'm interested to see what the the line is for them to make playoffs.
0: I don't know that
1: one because that might be a little. Their their odds to make awesome. playoffs are you you get a plus four fifty. That's interesting. That I might have... be a little. That might be a little alpha spot a four a four and a half x. That's with uh that's through DraftKings. I just looked that up. So I don't okay. know if that's like still that. I mean, that was uh nine days ago. So you know, three wins ago for them, but <laughs> um three or four. But that's actually actually a few sites have plus four fifty for them to make playoffs. This one has three seventy five. I mean, there's a.
0: That I mean, that's a if, valuable especially, play especially, if you.
1: Now I don't know how I, mean, I don't know. I'm Not expecting you to know, some kind of just asking out loud. Like I don't know how they handle you know making it in the play in and then getting in, or like I don't know how they handle that. But I would I assume it's, it's like overall. Make,
0: I think there's probably different ones you can mm-hmm. do mm-hmm. where it's like, will they make the whole playoffs or will they make play in? Like, yeah, yeah. Which I and, feel like
1: should just be like a top ten type. Right, like standing and then you, that kinda of covers all thing. But either way, actually I actually don't like that. If if you also agree with that, take that take that line. Plus four fifty is actually really high. Um, especially if you believe a lot of what Sean was saying. Um final one for me. So this one is gonna be kinda one another one of my broader ones, Sean. I kinda wanted to see what you think. So okay. I know you already are high on this team. Um and I'm kinda coming around to believe you on it as well. Dun, dun, dun. Um, no, 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 not them, not them.
0: I was waiting for you to do the tweet that you put out that was like, can the Thunder just compete? Like,
1: yeah, with- I, I, I book, I bookmarked that tweet. that If, no, if y'all actually tried y'all can make playoffs. And I still, I still wouldn't be surprised if I make the playoffs anyway.
0: But I, I do think we could. I, I if I Chet was healthy, think I,
1: I think you can do it without Chet. I genuinely think you can. It's just like the center rotation is I, very I,
0: lackluster at the moment.
1: Me saying this is also just being like, but
0: we're also getting shooters, which I really, really like. So You're creating shooters, buddy. Hey,
1: I, we signed Isaiah Joe. He's he's tough. Um, especially with the fact that like you could just make play in. I think I don't know. I don't know. Okay, should I bet on us to make the playoffs? <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> yeah, I wonder what y'all's odds for making playoffs. I plus I fifteen the, fifty. Doing a little ten on there, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I feel like y'all, would. y'all wouldn't y'all would want to, but, like, I don't, I don't
0: know. I think the draft is too good this year to...
1: Yeah. E- even for just the small chance of whatever it is that, you know, 2% chance that y'all get Wimbanyama or Scooter, or, you know. Yeah. Um, but, obviously, we're going to touch on the draft when we get closer to that. But my last thing is going to be Kawhi. Um, just an
0: FYI, I just bid on the Kings to make the playoffs. I put $10 on it, so okay. Okay, it was plus, a plus plus 430
1: Okay, Okay. Yeah. Close. It was close to what I said. Um so, my question – is not even really a question. I kind of just wanted to, like, talk this out loud and kind of see where it takes us. Um, Kawhi felt slow to me when I was watching him in the preseason game. Obviously, still coming back from the ACL, which he tore over a year now at this point. Um, but he just felt, like, a step slow. And, again, like, I kind of have felt this before with Kawhi. Like, when, he, when I first see him after an injury, you know, like – it could it be just, like, you don't put up the effort in. Like, he, I feel like he's one of the few players that, like, no one really knows 100% what the hell is going on. Um, kind, kind of in that gray area where, like, Ben Simmons is for a while. Kind of still Ben Simmons right now. um But he put up nine points, two rebounds, two assists in his reasonable minutes that he played in two games. um I mean, he may not be, like, the, you know, half a decade ago separated. So it's been, sorry. It's been almost half a decade since he was in defense player of the year talk okay but i still think he looked comfortable even at this slower speed so if there's any way he can get that step caught up after a few games kind of really getting under his belt guarding a lot of guys um we could really see someone we could really see him kind of back at those levels not player of the year um but making the clippers a team to really worry about i mean we saw this team grind for a while and really like put up a strong effort against a lot of teams i mean they were above 500 at one point um, now does he look five? Look, look, a hundred percent? No, if if you watch the game, you can tell he doesn't look a hundred percent. Like he doesn't look spry to me. Which I mean, going into your whatever it is, I think he's ninth season. I don't even what class is Kawhi. Two
0: thousand
1: eleven. Okay, so he's going into his, like twelfth season. Okay. He's definitely not expected. Well, he's to,
0: going into, like, his eighth yeah, season, yeah, yeah, but, and then, yeah. And then if you
1: count games, <laughs> he missed. Yeah, yeah he's probably going in really is. He, he ain't much tread on those tires, but it feels like it. Um, I don't know. He doesn't feel 100%, but, man, even at 75%, he's still probably one of the, like, strongest wing defenders we have in the whole league. Um, my question for you. How many games do you think he plays? Like, genuinely, if you had to put 60. Really?
0: 55. 55.
1: Okay, okay.
0: I will say 55. I would feel comfortable
1: saying. And he you played. would say the over on 55. Probably. Really? Okay, okay, okay. I'm, I'm actually trying to see if I can look at I mean, if they want it.
0: to have any type of championship odds in their favor, like, I feel like you have to.
1: Yeah, I, I agree that he has to play. Um I can't figure out uh exactly how many what the over under is. So the past few seasons, 52, 57, 60.
0: What did he play in the Raptors year?
1: Um he played 60 games. Okay. So that, r- that's roughly what, what they're going roughly what they're going to need from him. Um I don't know. He has to play the games. I know he's going to coast. We already kind expect that. Um but I just don't I don't know what we're going to get with him. I I really don't like so that's why I'm a little weary of calling them to be a strong team in the West. But then again, like I feel like an idiot saying they're not going to be a strong team cuz I know he's going to go all out in the playoffs. You know, like he's kind of like this like gray area. And at this point, we've like kind of like I don't know if we've ever gone, you know, more than you know, 10 episodes without mentioning Kawhi, whether we're talking about them or not. He some somehow gets brought up, and it's just how dominant he is when he's on the court. I just don't know I don't know what we're going to get. I mean, he hasn't put up a season of playing more than 34 minutes per game in ever, actually. Ever. He's never... Last season he played 34.1. Um, on... Or sorry, 2020-2021. He put, he put up 34 minutes per game. I don't know. I'm just a little like curious to see what we're going to get from him. Because if he's healthy, and I really think he can be, um, him and PG are going to be crazy. But... Cause I, what do you remember what you had them when we did our tiers? I think you had them had in that them top championship top tier. Lover. Yeah, contender. I think it was contender. We called yeah. it. Like, I just don't know. I I don't want to be the one, the one person being out on them. I'm just so weary to bet, like to bet or call or be confident in any number of wins for them. Like, what number of wins do you feel confident in them getting? They got. Let me try and see how quickly think on the they look got
0: at 42 me. this year. Okay. Over under.
1: Fifty three and a half wins. I'm scared to call anything over fifty. And I know that I know that PG and Kawhi alone could win them fifty. I just don't know if I feel confident in both of them being healthy the whole game, whole season. How do you feel about that?
0: They both missed almost all of last year, mm-hmm. so i hope they can be healthy for this year. Mm-hmm. That's not, I mean if they're healthy, they're probably going to win the championship. They're probably favorites.
1: So they won but, 42 last season.
0: Yeah. I know, because I was tracking it all year because I had their pick. Which ended up being Jalen Williams. Thank you.
1: <laughs> Do you think... You think... What would you say? 53 and a half? Mm-hmm. That feels right. It feels close.
0: I mean, I can look up what their over-under regular season wins is. I'm on the... On the app right now, they're yeah, fifty-two and a half. <sighs> so I'm literally that was just off the top of my head, and I I was one game off.
1: I feel like I'd feel safer calling the under, but it could very easily go over. I'd probably call the over,
0: just because I think they're the deepest team. Yeah, the, the over league.
1: is probably the right bet, but it just
0: like thinking about their team. Okay, their point guard goes down. Who's their starting point guard? Reggie Jackson. Yeah. Okay, if he goes down, who's the starting point guard now? John Wall. Yeah. yeah. And then Paul George goes down. You don't throw Luke Kennard in there. They
1: still tightly have like Bledsoe on the roster, don't they? No, he's a he got waived. Okay.
0: Luke Kennard. Now he got traded to like the Trailblazers. Oh, in that's the, right. That's right. So starting shooting guard, Paul George probably.
1: Mm-hmm. He goes
0: down. Luke Kennard's coming. So Luke Kennard can average 16 a game just shooting. Mm-hmm. Norman Powell is starting small forward. And then or Norman Powell, Kawhi, those two, that doesn't work out. Marcus Morris is coming off the bench.
1: I mean, they just have so many people that are going to play. I think. I mean, Reggie will probably start, but Reggie Jackson, Paul George, Kawhi, Marcus Morris, Zubach is their projected starting lineup. Then their bench, their bench could probably be a lot like some teams (laughs) in the league. John Wall, Norman Powell, Luke Kennard, Nicholas Batum, Robert Covington.
0: See, I didn't even think about Nicholas Batum, but he's (laughs) – I mean Terrence Mann is on the team. Yeah, they they're Robert Covington, like I'm bro, they're ridiculously and, uh, like I think every single player on their roster besides Jason coffee. Preston. Amir Coffee. Amir Coffee freaking lights people up. He dropped like thirty on us. Which I mean, yes, for the thunder, but like they they're gonna win over that. I I, I can't – they're going to win – there's no way they don't win over They won 42 without getting a minute from Kawhi last nah. year. Paul George and played like 20 10, games. I'm say
1: like 16,
0: yeah. Yeah. Paul George played like 18 games. We'll go right in the middle of that. <laughs> 18 games and they won 42. He played 31. Okay, I mean, 31 games. He did not games. feel like
1: 31.
0: That's for damn sure. He, he played 31 games. That's with Reggie Jackson starting, Luke Kennard starting
1: – like I think I don't know honestly just forget the last 10 minutes of what you just heard I don't even I don't even know I honestly just want to kind of like start it up cuz I'm I'm a little timid on projecting them to be strong That's the only thing and I I know like like re- roster wise coaching wise the individual star talent they have it should be I'm just so I don't want to say anyone is like injury prone but if it were to be anyone it would literally be this team you know and i don't know uh, I, I mean they, i think they they honestly should be at least for the first part of the season um they're probably gonna be one of the few teams that i'm really keeping on because i just gotta see it i gotta see it and it's not that i think i'm like I, I almost like i saw that i almost like disagree with what i'm saying to some extent and that sounds stupid to say out loud but like i kind of do like i i'm i'm timid of their team and yet like I just know it could just burn me, and I just want to know early on, as, as early as I can. I would recommend anyone, like, anyone who wants to keep up with the league should watch them early on because they're going to decide a lot of the Western Conference. If they're good, they can beat out the Nuggets. They can easily beat out the Lakers. They can easily beat out um, the Mavericks if you think they're up there. They could easily beat out the Pelicans. Like, I mean, shit, that's that's a top three team. So, just going to throw it out there. Um, you mean anything else to say before we wrap this up? No, I think I'm good. We got under an hour for first time in a while on a group on a podcast together. Yeah,
0: very interesting. <laughs> but preseason was fun. NBA season starts tomorrow. Well, tonight because we're going to be putting this out morning of Tuesday. Um, then all of the season is going to be starting. We're going to see where teams are, and <laughs> and we're going to have a new championship this year. <laughs> all right, that's all we got for the break started podcast. We love you, and we're out.